0: Yay. I'm so excited. Me too. I feel like I obvi- like we talk on the phone all the time and whatever, yeah. but it's just so nice to like see you and I like know. In room. I feel like I'm there. I know. I literally, I, you know what? I wish you were. I freaking wish you were. Yeah. I mean, same. Same Zs. I wish you were here to see my new freaking setup of my room with my rocking chair. I know. It looks so, um, what's the word?
1: So oh, oh my gosh. Thank you so
0: much. I um, It is very cozy and like it makes me feel like I sit there yeah. in the morning before I start work and I'll like have my like drink or whatever. Um, I, I literally drink water. So I'm like I'm I don't- <laughs> water like I sound so stupid, but I have my drink. <laughs> have my drink. First of all, I sound like an alcoholic because I'm like, have a drink first thing in the morning before I start work. Or I just sound so intense because I'm like, have some water in the morning.
1: Mmm, so delicious. Hi, friends. My name is Nadine. And my name is Sadini. Welcome to You Know What I Mean. So this episode is going to be a little different. What we're going to be doing is I'm going to be reading Tarini's tarot cards. I'm going to be talking a little bit about what tarot is and how it's something that I got into and then how you can even get into it if it's something that you know you're interested in as well. Um, We're hoping it can be a little more experiential so you can kind of follow along and see what a tarot reading would would be like I'm still learning I feel like I have to put that out there like of I'm course. still learning I'm still like I, I literally I'm still reading the book so I, I I'm you do a such priority. a good job like you read my tarot like quite a few yeah. times now and I think you
0: do a great job like you, you know, really know nice. what you're talking about and like what I really like about you and also it just maybe because like you know me so well but every time you read my tarot you put it in perspective yes but I like I think that just comes with like the fact that you know me so well and yep. so you can put it in context with my life or like who i am or what i've been through or what i'm going to go through because you know that about somebody mm-hmm. um and so i think it makes it even more be- even better like even more like
1: personal yeah exactly it's definitely easier to read someone's tarot if you know them and know everything about them it's kind of like i don't know if you have <laughs> I'm laughing because Torini is taking a sip of this like water bottle of hers. This is, by the way, the first time that we record our podcast on Zoom. So it's like completely new experience for us. And we're both so awkward right now. Like, we're
0: so awkward. This.
1: Like, I don't hang out with you all, all the time. Okay. This is my water
0: bottle. First of all, it's a camelback. I don't know what brand, but it's the best water bottle in the world. You it's, drink- her,
1: it's the same water bottle she had since like university. Yes. Yeah, but she her- calls it her nipple. It's a nipple. It's legit a it nipple. It is so, I can't
0: believe this is what we're calling this. Laggy. That's why, because it, it, it is a nipple. It's, first of all, you drink so much water. I'm just going to do a quick sponsor. Please sponsor me at Camelback. I, um, yeah. I've had this water bottle for eight years now. I'm not joking. And it's the best water bottle. You have to change the nipple every now and then, and you can only get it in the States, which is a little bit annoying. But I'm sure you could buy it online from Amazon if you weren't like me and didn't avoid Amazon. This nipple is the best thing. You drink so much water, but the only bad thing about it is sometimes when it's hot out, my nipple is broken right now because I haven't gotten it It leaks. It's like it literally lactates. One, two. It makes such awkward noises. And sometimes when you're in meetings and then you go to take a sip, it like, it like grumbles. And you're like- Yes, because
1: I know exactly what this sound is because it's happened so many times. Yeah, it happens all the time.
0: And like sometimes I, I drink water when we're recording like on- like, on anger, the way we normally yeah. do,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and I cover the mic on my phone, and I then get. I, like, take a sip of water like this. I'm, I'm like, drink water here. Oh, yes, I'm still here because I'm, I don't want it to – I don't want it. I'm dead. Whatever, so –
1: Okay. Well, you know what? Stay hydrated. I feel like you do a really good job at drinking water. What did you say? Six liters? This like absurd yeah, amount?
0: Because this is seven, it's like approximately six liters. Cause this is 750. Yeah. And I fill this up less now that I'm at home. But when I was at work, I would fill this up at least six times a day, which is approximately six liters. How does it feel to be able to, this kind of sounds like a stupid question, but hmm. I'm sure it's not easy to get your appetite back
1: the After minute
0: you stop fasting.
1: Yeah. So when you fast, it's really interesting what your body does, but when you're fasting, you kind of go the whole day thinking about food. It's like, it's kind of, I always think it's, it's really ironic because you're supposed to be fasting from food and then going on about your day as as normal, but you literally spend most of the day thinking about food. And so something I've noticed that I, that happened with my body was during the afternoon, which is when I would think about food the most, um, I would start to get very nauseous. And I recently discovered it's because like when we were talking about our last episode about how your mind and your gut are connected, even the thought of food tells yes. your brain, It's your brain sends signals to your gut to release digestive and uh, juices and enzymes yeah. because it's getting ready to uh digest food that you're gonna eat. Yeah. And so because I didn't have anything there, um, it was almost like like an acid reflux.
0: Yes. So that's so interesting that you said that because that was actually something that
1: one of the articles that I sent you talked about. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Actually, and that's how I put two and two together because oh, that's where okay. I got it from.
0: Yeah. So that's so interesting. And there was like a kind of more like it's taking that whole ideology one step further. And it was basically saying how if you think about eating unhealthy food, you automatically – like, not that you automatically put on weight, but your body already starts to produce what it needs to digest that food. And you exactly. end up – something about how you end up, like, putting on – like, inadvertently, like, holding on to weight more.
1: Yes. I. That's where – Um. that's what I read as well. It's so yeah. – it's so, so interesting. interesting. But it feels good. I mean, now that Ramadan is done, it's c- kind of crazy how my body has just climatized itself to my routine over this last month. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. So just this morning, I woke up at five because oh my, my body was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. time to eat breakfast, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, and I was telling you that because I had sworn off caffeine all of throughout all this past month. I had two cups of coffee today because I was so excited, but my body wasn't used to all of that caffeine. So I got super anxious by the end of the yeah. day. My heart was beating so quickly.
0: Yeah. I, um, I actually, that happens because I don't really drink coffee. Like yeah. i never drink coffee. That happens to me. If I have just like one cup of coffee, especially on an empty stomach, like I'm done. Yeah. I feel nauseous. I feel so sick. Like I feel like just awful. Like yeah, yeah. anxious,
1: bittery. Like I know, I totally. It's not it. a good feeling. But I did take this thing. Um, you should, you should try it. Actually, I don't know if I've told you about it before, but it's this magnesium supplement. I guess for lack yeah. of a better word. Our naturopath, our amazing yeah. naturopath, told us about it. I say our because He's Trini a- and I share a naturopath, but she told me about this supplement. You put it in with water and you mix it. it, it, it I got an orange flavor, so it literally tastes like orange soda. And oh. it's, uh, it's, it's really it's meant to calm your anxiety. My trainer, my fitness instructor, I'm done. Um, Cassandra
0: told me about magnesium and she, I think, takes it and or told me to take it so. yeah
1: it re- and it's apparently supposed to help you with digestion as well i guess because it like is meant to calm you
0: yeah and i think when like everything just is like in a state of not being anxious your body's like oh we're good
1: yeah the one i use uh is called calm and you can find it at any grocery store i literally picked it up from soapy's i'm dead i'm out
0: here doing a spa- like a straight up like commercial for this camelback and you're doing one for this calm and vitamin. And we are
1: not um, sponsored by any. We're not, not any. sponsored.
0: I mean, and I, I really know we sure. should be
1: by anyone. By everyone. Anyone by everyone. I'm done. We're such good promoters. We're also good consumers. So. Okay. That's what I, I like to hear. I, I do think, you know what though? We are good promoters. The super buff. Oh. I literally have like marketed yeah. it to everyone and anyone. It's summer. It's, it's summer. My <laughs> well, I
0: don't, Wait, uh, I actually don't talking about that I'm putting like this weekend was where I was like, you know what? It's like finally going to be like hot consistently. Tomorrow is going to feel like 34 degrees. Okay. I need to switch over my closet. Yeah. So I'm legit. I did that today. I took everything out of the basement, like all of my summer clothes I'm and I like got ready to put everything away. And I was thinking, I was like, should I put my winter? Cause it's my Canada goose. I'm like, I'm so attached to it. It's just too Honestly, it's too expensive a freaking purchase to wrap it up and put it in the basement.
1: It needs to be in like a shelf display <laughs> in my room every day. I put, um, you know what I did? Because I freaking feel you on my super puff. I put it in a coat bag. Yeah, exactly. And I put it in my cold room. Mm-hmm. So it can be in a temperature that it likes. And... If <laughs> you know, with your jacket, be in the, stay in the winter. <laughs> stay on top and of And I this. was like, I will see you. I, I will see you. I will see you soon. Maybe, but not that soon. Please not. not. I don't want that. I don't know. I do not want snow. Just to clarify, I'm done. I'm actually done. But I'm ready for summer. Like, listen,
0: too. I'm so excited. I freaking love the sun. I love the sun. I literally lay out in the sun like a cat, like sunbathing. It's. I just. I feel like I'm like a bit insane, but I love the sun. I am so freaking excited for it. Also, when I was in India, in. December slash January yeah. I bought a caftan it's a I legit don't know how to explain it but think of like a square yes 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 Fold it over in half and then there's like a head hole and two armholes. yeah I like have it right here and it's so pre- okay but the point is that it's so pretty and I'm so excited to wear it it's like the summer version of my house coat it has got like a tie in the middle I love so that you tie it around your waist and it's just like so loose and airy and it's perfect because when I take a shower, I don't like to like put like stuff on and you can just yeah. throw this on and like be out in the sun and all the breeze comes and it's warm and it's just, that's it. I love it. That's so sweet. Easy, breezy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. That's what it I love is. it. Sun's out, buns out. Sun's out, buns out. <laughs> it's not called the Golden Globes
1: for nothing. Okay, anyways. Okay, anyways. Speaking of Globe Trotters. Is that a card? It's not, actually. I uh, so I don't know how I'm transitioning <laughs> back into this, but tarot.
0: Tarot. I'm so excited for you to read my tarot and for yes, everyone listening to participate. It's like a very um it's it is like a personal experience. So I would always recommend getting
1: your tarot cards read by somebody who you know. I love that. Have you ever gotten it read by somebody that you you didn't know?
0: Yes. I've gotten it read by, so I've gotten my tarot read by three people. Yeah. It's you obviously. And then one of my cousin's friends, she reads tarot and she read my tarot in a coffee shop in New York, like, uh, like many, many years ago. Okay. And then I've gotten it read just at like, like fun fairs or whatever. Yeah. Um And my f- so you obviously know me really well Mm -hmm. and you do like a really good job of it. And then you do a good job of relating it. Um, my friend, my cousin's friend who did it, she did a really good job too. And I think she had been and has been now definitely, but at the time had been doing it for a really long time. So she was also very good, but she didn't know, like, she obviously knows me well enough, but she doesn't know me personally, like the personal things that I go through or whatever. So I think, with her like she wasn't really like relating them back to me yeah and then obviously this random person was just like you live a life and I was like wow
1: yeah it's hard um I mean so far all the I I started off doing tarot for myself mm-hmm. and then I watched this master class which to be honest taught me garbage it taught me nothing but what I did take away from it was that I should be practicing on other people even mm-hmm. if I don't think that I'm ready so I just recently started to branch out, but I, I really have been doing readings for people that I know, yeah. um, even if it's like people that I know a little bit. So I haven't done them on like complete strangers yet, but I do find that when I do a reading for somebody that I know, it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever had someone ask you to interpret a dream that they've had, but yeah. you just know the dots to connect. That's amazing. I feel
0: like that is really what like reading tarot or any sort of these like more spiritual mediums are. It's just, it's such an intimate experience. That's the word I was looking for. Like, because a lot of times too, like bad things come up in your tarot card reading and you want to be like fully safe and comfortable so that the person reading it, like can explain it to you and say it in a way that's personal and personable to you. And you also just feel safe and comfortable hearing things like that. Totally.
1: And that's why I find the environment that you do your tarot in to be extremely mm-hmm. important. So it's interesting that um, your cousin's friend read it for you in a coffee shop because I feel like there would just be a lot of external stimuli. Like there would just be so mm-hmm. much going on in the background. It, it would almost just be too much energy To sort of hone in on the tarot
0: like okay
1: like fair warning i'm going to sound super hippy dippy no i love it though
0: i love i like i know we i know a lot of the stuff we talk about is like maybe outside of the realm of like comfort or like belief yeah of people but i'm genuinely i love it like i love talking about it because i think it's so fun and i think it's such an exciting experience to be like yes, yes, like I know this is X, Y, Z, but like what if I interpreted it in this different way that's like not as known or not as common and kind of like pushes the boundaries of of
1: like learning and doing. Exactly. Exactly. It's trying different things. I feel like once you hit your mid-20s, there's a series of things that you just start to like. Spirituality, tarot cards, essential oils like yeah I've been talking about diffusing my essential oils for god knows how long (laughs) now during this week
0: no I know in fact for my freaking Christmas gift at work I made everybody their own essential oil blend
1: yes DIY it was so cute no I thought it was adorable yeah you also love that everything you do is homemade like I just find homemade gifts to be yes there is a warmth to them that you can't find in a store-bought version. Personally. Yeah. And I think that's
0: what I like really – that's how I want people to feel when they get my gifts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: I want them to be like – it's personalized. Like even if it's something bought but there's a homemade element to it, it's like it's personalized because they thought of me when they bought it. Yeah. But it's personalized also because it was like almost like made for me. Totally. Which is how I like to get gifts.
1: Okay. Okay. So before we dive into tarot cards, I'm sure that not everybody knows what tarot is. So to give a brief recap, they are a group of 78 playing cards, and they originated from pagan religion. So super, super old school, um, more like we're thinking, we're talking mid-15th century. Um, They basically are cards that are meant to give you insight into the past, the present, and the future.
0: Another thing is you can do two different types of readings. You can have like an open reading and then have a question. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to be doing is a question, but an open reading is like you don't ruminate or you don't meditate
1: on a specific question. The person just like reads your cards. It's not a fortune telling activity. So when I first read about tarot, I was like, oh my God, this literally is going to tell me what my future is going to be like and what I can look forward to. And I'm just going to say right now that that's actually not what it's like. It's really meant for personal guidance and self-discovery. So what that means is if you're trying to achieve a specific goal and you want to know the steps that you need to get there, reading your, getting your tarot cards read will help you discover the type of path that you should be on, and the choices that you should make. So it kind of centers you on the direction you should head to achieve your goals, as cheesy as that sounds. The reason I say that is because that definition has also impacted, for for lack of a better word, how I choose to do my practice. So usually when somebody, if I'm reading someone's tarot cards for the first time, I actually won't show them their future card. The reason being is because I feel like we as humans, we just want to know what the next step is. I know I'm someone who's very much like that. I love to know what to expect. You know, I want to know exactly what's going to happen in my day. I don't like any surprises, but I just want to know like every step of the way what my future is going to be like, even if it's my immediate future. So much so that I feel like All the energy I put into the future, I actually don't put into my present. And what you do in the present impacts what happens to you in the future. So what I do is I try and read people's tarot in the present and help them unpack that. Yes, I love that. I love everything you said.
0: Um, And I totally agree. Like what you (laughs) – I'm like the most like – like wing women in you. Um, no, but it's so true what you said about how, what you do in the present affects your future. Like that's exactly what that is. Like, t- that is the whole point of like becoming more in tune with yourself and spiritualism and everything in general. Yep. Um, and also one of the reasons why I think I am so drawn to tarot card reading mm-hmm. is because you're right. It's not like a crystal ball. That's going to be like in five years, you will win the lottery. It's like, it really just like centers you and it grounds you and is like, okay, these are the issues that you're struggling with right now. And like this, like this is how it might not even might unfold, but
1: like this is how to tackle it. Exactly. What I want to drive home with tarot. And what I find really interesting about it is that it's each card has its own meaning, but the idea is actually the bigger picture and the main story. So when we do the spread, which will do soon, and I'll take you through each of the cards. Although each of the card has a specific meaning based on where it is in the in the spread, that card contributes to a much bigger story, which is the overall theme of what you're looking for. When I go to read someone's tarot, I will ask them to cleanse their space and cleanse their energy. So what that would mean is, like physically cleaning up their space to make sure that there's no mess, um, either lighting a candle, or if you're like me, diffusing, using your oil diffuser, which I am obsessed with, anything that will help center you and ground you, because it it, it really is, I find at least, a very meditative practice. Mm-hmm. And because we're in the situation that we're in now with with the coronavirus and having to do everything virtually, I can't set, like, I can set my environment as much as I can, but we have to use both of our energies. And so if your environment is not set the way that you want it, I find it actually impacts the reading. So you kind of want to have everything open in every sense possible. Yeah. And very like inviting, like very positive, very inviting to
0: like gain the most insight, feel the, like, feel it the most. Exactly. Um, And also what you said was like very true. Like every card is – it means something for sure. But what is more meaningful to you as somebody who is having your tarot cards read is that it's like a bigger story picture, bigger
1: picture yeah. story. Exactly. And certain cards can also represent different people. So it's what those people are contributing. So to your point, it's it's part of a much bigger story. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. So what I'm going to ask is – I know that you lit- you like cleanse your energy and your space every day. So I literally know that you, you are like prepped for tarot any time. But what I'm going to ask is I want you to think of a question mm-hmm. and try and avoid it being a yes or no question because... Like we said, the whole cool concept of tarot is to be open. So you don't want to shut it off by just giving a yes or no question. Yeah, and
0: also it will never answer a yes or no question. Exactly, it's not like it's all like a magic eight ball, and it's going to exactly. say yes,
1: no, try again. Exactly. So think of a question, meditate on it. As you meditate on that question, I'm going to try and connect with your energy as I shuffle okay. the cards. Okay. Cool. Okay,
0: I'm ready. straight up every time we like do something like this I feel like we're like ready like we're setting up a seance like I literally literally on
1: charmed like didn't they do a renewal charmed yes they they did why didn't they hire us is my question. I mean we live it real life so I know I feel like every time I do this I'm like trying to like become a shaman. No I it's fine. No I love it though. I love it and I think like I just
0: I love it. I'm like all about like getting your future told like tarot cards like i know all that stuff like getting your palm read like i love i love stuff like that so i'm here for it yeah. i support you i love it you're so
1: sweet okay <laughs> okay I'm going to Move my laptop so you can actually see the cards that I pulled for you. Okay, awesome. So, I move them a little closer. Move this down like this. Okay, so. The spread that I pulled for you is called a um, Celtic cross. Typically, a Celtic cross consists of two types. So you have one column that's going this way, Mm -hmm. and then you have another column that's going that way. So the column that's going this way that is missing that I haven't included in this session is Your timeline. So, this column, if we had two cards here, Mm -hmm. they would represent your past, your present, and your future. Yeah. Because I want you to focus on the present, I want us to focus on the present today. I pulled this column. Mm -hmm. This column represents your present card, Mm -hmm. the challenge that you're currently facing. Okay your conscious mind so what is taking up your conscious thoughts kind of like what's what is on your mind on the surface level okay yeah and then this is your unconscious mind so what actually drives you from a deeper sense okay so we're gonna start with the present okay what you're feeling today what you're challenged with and what you think or, or what's on your mind from a conscious and unconscious perspective okay So for your present card, you got the death card. Okay. It doesn't, getting the death card can be very scary, Mm -hmm. but death also represents a time of renewal. So try not to focus too much on the actual word. We're going to dive deeper into what it means. Okay. I do want to point out though with this card is that it's in the reverse. So it actually means something different than it would if it were upright. Yeah. So death reversed reflects a resistant to change. You may be holding on to things that are preventing you from going into a happier, healthier, more successful person. Examine your attachments to old ideas, grudges, painful experiences, or behaviors, and examine your relationships. Be honest about the things that are holding you back. You have an opportunity for a new beginning if you choose to accept it. The card in some circumstance may indicate unwanted or negative change that's being caused by an external force, but that one is more indicative when it's paired with the Tower card, which is not in this. I don't have. Yeah, exactly. So what I would say is more so a resistant to change or a new opportunity. Okay. Your challenge is the Eight of Wands. Okay. The cards represent um, thoughts words and actions, they come up when typically you're kind of like at a crossroads and you're looking to make a decision. So it's interesting that your present card is showing you resistant to change and your challenge card is showing that you are required to make a decision. So let's see what the eight of wands means.
0: Okay, I have a question.
1: Yes, tell me. How
0: would you know if your eight of wands was in reverse or not, if it's flip, if you pull it sideways?
1: That's a good question. Um, I typically just take it as an upright meaning. Okay. Yeah. Because if it's a challenge, I think the general meaning sort of holds whether or not you are, like, for example, your death card, your challenge would be new opportunities. hmm and how you are with new opportunities. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So to me, that would speak more to resistance of change. Okay. So the Eight of Wands represents uh, travel, time to act, progress, and the arrival of a message. In a reading, this card urges you to move forward with plans, proposals, and relationships. If you see this card in a financial reading, the time may be here to start looking at houses (laughs) <laughs> nudge, nudge from Nadine. <laughs> or start that business that you've been brainstorming. Look to the other cards in your spread for guidance. In a relationship reading, the time is right for you. The time is right to take things to the next step. There is an element of haste to this card. Any situation predicted by the cards will be accelerated by the eight of wands. What you're feeling on the conscious level, so top of mind, what's taking up your thoughts, is the seven of wands it's interesting that your challenge card and your conscious card are wands because that's telling me that what's taking up your mind is that decision like wanting to make a decision to get to the next step or needing to take an action so the seven of wands represents competition um, work conflict, or romantic rivalry. The Seven of Wands indicates a time of completion, struggle, and challenge. In a business reading that speaks of financial or creative endeavors, be aware that there are people on your heels trying to catch up with you what you've accomplished or attacking your efforts. This card indicates an increase in in these elements and urges you to be ready for a scuffle. The good news is that you possess the skills and tools to hold your ground and keep climbing. Don't let things get you down or keep you frazzled. Call on your knowledge and self-confidence and continue your path forward. Your unconscious card is the Six of Cups. Cup cards are my favorite cards because they typically refer to your creativity and your emotion. They usually show up in relationship readings or show up when you... um, are looking to dive into something that's more personal so anything that's emotion related this is the cards that typically come up so the six of cups represent nostalgia childhood happiness and good feelings in a romantic card this card is a lovely omen of the kind of love that can make you feel youthful and joyful you may see the six of cups when you've reconnected with someone from your past financial reading Beware of foolish spending or the indulgence in the indulgence of immature fantasies. While it's great to have a fun, while it's great to have fun, your professional life may require you to set aside childish things, especially in matters of money. So that's what's taking up your unconscious mind, which to me is telling me it could be one of two things. One, you're thinking of a time that didn't have as much responsibility that was more playful, more nostalgic, or two, you're really thinking it's time to get serious and to put, time to get serious and to put any sort of childlike connection aside for now, Mm -hmm. because you are required to make a decision that has you at a crossroad. So to sum up what your cards say, which is typically what I would do at the end of a reading, I would sum up the cards, yeah. is that you're currently feeling like you are struggling to accept a transition or to move on to a new step in your life. You're feeling like a time, there's time ticking and you're, you're challenged with racing to make a decision because you don't know what decision to make. On one hand, it's telling you that your top of mind, you're feeling like there is some sort of rivalry that you're fighting against that's taking up the forefront of your mind. But deep down, you feel like you need to get serious and it's time to put any sort of childish relationship or behavior aside. Interesting.
0: (laughs) I don't know why we got so intense so quick. What would you ask about? I'm dead. (laughs) I love that you – Like, what would you ask about? I literally asked about our podcast.
1: Whoa. Knowing that your question was about our podcast, I think that the cards still hold a meeting. It Mm -hmm. could also, too, mean that, like, like, my interpretation of it is that because you are – the challenge is that you're feeling rushed, yeah, to make a decision that you, as of now, cannot fully understand or grasp, and yes. therefore aren't open to. Yeah, clear your space of things from the past mm-hmm. that are taking up your mind and that's driving you on a deeper level. Yeah, or make it or or decide what you want to do on things of the past yeah. that are still impacting your present.
0: Yes, totally, totally.
1: No, yeah. oh, I loved it. That was so fun. Um, How do you feel? It's it's interesting when you do the reading on like a a blanket assumption on like what the what the other person's thought is. So, I never ask what your question was, just because one, I feel like that was super. It's it's a really personal thing, mm-hmm. and two, I think I, I I don't want anything to change the meaning of, of the reading. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So because
0: I think if you, like, know the question, then you can, like, interpret it a certain way, but it should just be yeah. as objective as possible, and then the person who asked the question should apply it to their situation. No, I, I love it. I think it's so interesting to see how everything plays together, um, mm-hmm. and also how – how do I say this? Like, your energy really is something that – like, it's – nothing is ever a coincidence that you mm-hmm. – like get a certain card or don't get a certain card based on your question or like get cards in conjunction with each other. Like the way that I always think about it is to take these cards and then ruminate or like think about what what it's trying to tell me. But like, what does it really mean to me and to my question and to my situation? Yeah.
1: I, I, I just think it's so interesting. When I first bought my tarot cards, first of all, There's a lot of superstition that surrounds tarot cards, and we are both very superstitious people. And so the number one thing – The number one thing you're not supposed to do is buy your – your own cards. So they say, but they also say, which is very contradictory, that you have to connect to your cards before you buy them. Literally, tell me how I'm supposed to connect to cards I didn't even buy in the first place. Because so I, didn't this I don't because understand the song. I don't understand the song. You should get somebody who knows you very
0: well to pick the cards for you. What so that in the room? Or or it's literally just they have to buy it. So you can literally go and say, Hey, person, I like <laughs> this card and they're like, okay, I'll buy it for you.
1: But okay. So obviously you can tell who thought what. I these star cards. So I I went to Indigo. I took forever. I I think I took like a full hour. But sorting I love it. their cards trying to figure out which ones I like and I finally found the ones that I bought eventually. And I was telling Trini and I was so excited and you know because we know each other so well. She was like, yes, I love it. And she just wasn't giving me the same excitement I, like that I know she was capable of. And so I was like, what's happening? What's going on? And she was like, okay, please return them and let, <laughs> let me buy so them. Intense. So intense. It was so intense. Anyway, long story short, I, uh, I cleansed them. It's fine. I just threw them into the like moonlight. I'm sure. You're literally, I was just going to say like the
0: way that you cleanse <laughs> them is to just let them soak in moonlight. Like what? what I, I say like, "Oh, it's a full moon. Perfect. We- yeah. The- <laughs> never forget the new full pink rare supermoon.